going to be called the original doll so hi my name is timo aka tim o spears and lipe aka lipe servat and you're listening to original doll the podcast hello how is everyone today (laughs) how are you guys i'm stoked to be here with you guys both because like i think this is our biggest guest i feel like that we've had on so far oh my god i'm gonna get canceled because fontana <laughs> and john duff are not gonna like that answer but let's just uh, put it this way we had another great guest today so we have another great guest today but before we introduce him i just wanted to say uh thank you for all the support you know we're on instagram twitter all the above continue listening to us on any platform that we are any streaming platform that you're listening to us we're probably on it um and then thank you for people tagging us and when when you guys are your year in review on spotify that you're listening to us and over 19 countries we're being listened to so that's really good to hear um so yeah our instagram is original doll the podcast and then on on twitter we're doll the podcast correct felipe that's correct and also today it's Britney Spears' birthday, so we're recording this episode that you guys are listening today, but we actually recording this on her birthday. So, happy birthday to our queen! Yes, happy birthday to our girl, for sure. And yes. then also, before I introduce our guest one more time, uh, I saw Ashley Pulitzer, a future guest. I think I said her last name correctly. Ashley, yeah. the impersonator. Uh, last week and it was bomb. I felt oh my like God, I was I saw living your the Britney Spears dream. I was so jealous. I was looking at your stories. Like she looked so good, and you were there. Like, did you have fun? Oh, I had a, a more than a ball. I was a little scared that um, you know I may have caught Corona because I've never been inside <laughs> of an inside bar with that oh many people, God. and like half of the audience wasn't wearing a mask. It, but. I'm like, Britney Spears is performing. It's worth it to me. That's so- how I got Corona. I was in a bar. So. so I'll let you know. I'm monitoring my symptoms for the next couple of days. But anyways. All right. So, skipping over. So we have Sloan. I know he's been like the long-awaited guest on this podcast. So we're super ha- stoked to have him. So happy Hi, to have Hi. <laughs> Well, I know, I know all of you guys probably know who he is, but he, I would say he is a TikToker, a YouTuber. He has a, you know, a huge following on all the social media. And if you guys don't follow him, he's going to leave all his social media for you guys to follow him. And that's it. Sloan with a zero and as an A, it's a four. Yeah. Unfortunately, Sloan was taken. So I had to incorporate some numbers into it. (laughs) It really does confuse people though. So it's SL04N. Cool. How are you doing today? Just, were you ever on Prop Prodigy growing up? No. Oh, because I could have sworn I remember a Sloan that was in the Britney Spears fan base like years ago. Like I'm going to say like an 08. So I was wondering, like, wait, I just put two and two together for a second, but I guess not. (laughs) Oh, no, I wish. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, so so tell us about so we we know your social media obviously, and I wanted to ask you like how did we connect and stuff along those lines because. I mean, you, you could answer it or I could answer it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say we definitely connected through the Free Britney movement and just the community that has become on social media. But when it comes into my YouTube and my coverage of Free Britney, I actually made my first video in April 2019 on oh, my cool. YouTube channel. So I've been at it for quite a while. People usually don't know that, but you can go look it up. Was the quality there? No. But was the intent and the motivation 100% because I have been a Britney fan for a long time. And as someone who calls out, you know, corruption online or just frauds or just, you know, human rights problems, um, I knew I needed to step up and include this content on my channel, not only for, you know, awareness, but just to do my part in the movement. And because Britney has done so much for me just personally with her music, mm -hmm. it's almost like I feel like I'm kind of trying to help in some way. Even though sometimes people just think I'm some troll. And as you know, as uh, you know, you, uh, I'm sorry, um, Timothy, you guys are so active in, on the Britney movement, the free Britney movement. You guys do like such a good job. You know, Timothy, he, he does it his own and you do it in your own. And, you know, you guys are amazing. So I have to really say that. For you guys. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I mean, there are times I'm watching your videos and learning from Sloan all the time. And, you know, sometimes you got to stay remotivated. So it's all about yeah. it. Honestly, this movement is huge due specifically to the fans and investigating and, and finding different details. We're all, I made a joke in the last podcast that we're all like our own version of Elle Woods. For sure, for <laughs> sure, BJ, uh, that's surprise witness. But so what made you want to start that just because you listened to the podcast at, at first and you're like, wait, that was your wake up call. I need to make a YouTube video on this. Um, My listen to what podcast? The podcast to Britney's Graham episode. We're going to to the voicemail, the late voicemail. So you know, I actually listened to that very late on. I did not, and I actually mm -hmm. haven't, I don't think I've listened to that podcast before. Probably that snippet where I've played it, but I've never listened to the podcast, but I totally respect what they've done. And I probably have received my information through them in some way, but usually it's on Twitter. But um, actually, I would say like 20% of the time I get information from Twitter. Usually people send me information. Uh, so, okay. Um, and yeah, and then I usually will go ahead and do my own research on top of that to see what I could find on Reddit or, you know, YouTube mama drama, which is more for like <laughs> family <laughs> channels. But yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. so obviously you do a lot of uh, videos, not just on Free Britney on your YouTube channel. I noticed that you'll come for that person on TikTok who has like this weird family dynamic with the kid and then... You know what I'm talking about? It's just like you're like, yeah. and you're obviously, uh, what's her name? The girl who has a, she has a very se serious eating disorder. Oh my gosh, and yeah, Eugenia Cooney. <laughs> the, I'm sorry for laughing because the way you looked at me. Was no, you just triggered me. That's why. I was like, yeah, oh my gosh, no. I have to react. So you do a lot of videos. And pe you're, I mean, people love you. Like my brother's fiance, I just saw her for Thanksgiving and she's like, she was looking over my DMs. She's like, you talk to him? He's like, she's like, I watch his videos all the time regarding oh to Free gosh. Britney. So it's like, she's like, and she, he does them weekly. And I was like, but that's good you're staying active because sometimes it's like, um, I feel like it's a lot of work to, stay and keep the momentum going but it's good to know that like there's always uh, uh, someone else um mm -hmm. putting in the work 
and informing Mm -hmm. their their friends and their family and you, your subscribers on YouTube and informing the general public. So I really appreciate that. So Mm -hmm. why are you still active in the movement? Well, I would say I'm active on YouTube because I've been doing YouTube since I was in the seventh grade and my first video was a hot and cold dance tutorial to um, the Katy Perry song with my sister. And back then it was quite cringe, but ever since then I just enjoyed making videos and um, I've made videos for a very long time. I probably have nine different channels at this point, (laughs) but I currently have three, but two that I really use and... um, one of my channels has 22,000 subscribers. I've been using that one for like four years. And that's the one that has the original Britney video that I made. So if someone's trying to clock me and be like, yo, where's that Britney video you mentioned? It's on that original channel, which is just called Sloan. And then I, my second channel is SL04N, which I created almost a year ago. We're like three weeks away from a year ago. Oh, wow. And um, that one has more subscribers and I put more effort into that, but really it doesn't feel like that much work just because it is such a hobby mm-hmm. and I've been into it for so long. Um, it's just even more exciting that I have people actually watching me this time because for so long I did it without people watching and I was still so happy. So I'm just even happier knowing that some people are you know watching me and enjoying it, but you know, it does have its downfalls sometimes. So it's just, Oh, Bittersweet situation. Speaking of downfalls, today you did a live yeah. stream, right? On Britney's pod on Britney's birthday. It was a two hour yes. something happened. Of course. I did a podcast for Britney's birthday, um, mostly to celebrate her birthday. And we had a ton of great people come on and join and they shared their favorite songs, why they care about Britney. A lot of them I asked, <laughs> I was like, what was the thing that made you realize Britney needed to be free? That was something I loved asking because it was so different for certain people. Um Actually, one person spoke about her. Her uh, dad is in a conservatorship and how her aunt is taking advantage of it. So it was really great to hear those perspectives. I would say at the end, I was already tired and then I was challenged because someone Because it could be a heavy topic to talk about too. Yeah, everything is – it could be so heavy so quickly. You go from what's your favorite song and be a pop moment Mm -hmm. to being like, yeah, my family has suffered this – tragic event that Brittany is still you know going through or you know the sure. conservatorship or just mm-hmm. um issues like that but the person who came on at the end was challenging me which i love because when someone asks me <laughs> why do you care about free Brittany?" i'm like let me tell you i am so ready to <laughs> tell you about so it, yeah. um yeah they asked like the hard-hitting questions like how could Brittany be um so unhappy when she has all this money in that big house in the christmas tree she brought Ugh. up her big christmas tree which again now that you back this it's like oh she has all this money but it's not like she can control it exactly. um, and she also asked me about oh why doesn't britney just go live on her story and tell everyone what happened it's like you don't understand how like intense this is for her and how um traumatic this whole situation could be and even trying to stand against people who have been controlling her life her entire um, career it's just like so difficult and I feel like it asking is. these questions are reasonable but you also have to keep in mind that she's not like Britney Spears is an icon and a legend but I feel like she doesn't have the mentality that she has power like Kylie Jenner does mm-hmm. like Kylie Jenner she makes me feel like she is ready to fire anyone exactly. at any moment. but Britney has been working so hard to please people and I think that disappointing someone is a lot more um it takes a bigger toll on Britney and her mm-hmm. being, and I think that she just Versus. wants to keep everyone happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think she wants to fight with her father, even though she doesn't like him, and he's terrible, and he's probably done awful things to her. I don't think she wants to fight him. I think she just wants to get out. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if well, this mo- is Most successful, recently, we found out that 
he's like she's scared of him. Yeah. Oh, well, he's, I totally believe she's scared of him. That's why she won't stand up against him. But I don't think, I think she's scared of him, but not scared enough to like, or she doesn't feel like powerful enough to go and try to challenge him unless it's in this court way, you know, which I think is a great way to do it. If she's going to do it, it's making it less messy. And if she can get out of it successfully, then mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. I feel, um, I feel like people, they don't know how deep it is to have, um, the restraining order. Divorce. Be, the restraining order. Because it is something super serious. Some some people, they don't realize that. And for abusing, you know, a kid, that's super, super serious. And we should be worried that, you know, things that he could do to Britney. You are, you know? have, has already done. Oh, oh, has that's already my done. biggest exactly. concern and my biggest scare. Because it's if this, this, this happens and he, you know... K. Fed filed a restraining order, you know, for his child, his one of his child child against yeah. him. That's Brittany's uh, kids, which is his grandkids. Imagine if there was any abuse, you know, due to directly to his daughter. That yes. was always my biggest concern. You know, who he technically legally had control over. Yes. Um, but also, um, Sloan, like the the challenge that I get a lot is like, oh, well, clearly she is you know, mentally unstable. Look at her Instagram. Oh, yeah. Look at those She's videos. Crazy. She's dancing I hate when they say What's that. going on? Her eyeliner. She clearly needs this. She does not, she cannot be well on herself. That's the biggest challenge that I get. Mm-hmm. And I, I do find like, I find it sometimes hard to find the patience to explain to them and just kind of take it like as lost for them. Yeah. And she actually asked that same question too. And I was like, you know, I mean, let's go back to that voicemail where she, her whole residency was canceled because she's not taking the drugs that her father wants her to take. Bruh, if she doesn't want to take these drugs, they're obviously making her feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. And her acting maybe bizarre on Instagram, I believe that is a consequence of maybe trauma but Mm -hmm. also someone who's being medicated or not properly treated i mean i'm not saying brady doesn't have mental health issues we all do but is she getting the proper treatment in my opinion no and if she she wouldn't be on instagram posting questionable things if she was getting proper treatment and that's why this conservatorship is so messed up i mean she could be in a conservatorship. I don't want her to be in one. But my main goal is to get her father and to get these other special interests like Lou and Taylor out of it. And then once we get them out of it, we can have someone properly assess her, find out the best treatment for her. And I don't think it's a conservatorship, but it's definitely going to be something and probably something she's been wanting and needing for a long time. I'm wondering if I should... Okay, so there's this Instagram page and I have a little conspiracy about it. It's a fan page. I think it's at the Britney Spears Army. And Felipe probably follows them. Hold on a second. Mm -hmm. I think I follow them. Um, So they're very anti-free Britney. They've been very anti-free Britney from the start. Oh, um, it's, a, it's, it's an Instagram fan page, and I had a conspiracy. I'm like, who? Like, is it actually a fan who's running this, or mm-hmm. is it just someone who works for, for TriStar her. at the time, or you know, like an intern or whatever the case is? But they challenged me yesterday because um, someone was saying that, like, oh, um, if you're going to boycott um, "Swimming in the Stars," the new single please do not illegally download it because that money needs to go towards the producers and the songwriters and stuff along those lines. Mm-hmm. And um, I wrote, no, it's still good. People investigated that it's still going to be going to Lou Taylor and Jamie Spears somehow. Mm-hmm. And 
And I said, they investigated on this. And um, she's like, Lou resigned. She's not profiting off of this. And uh, no, Lou got, Lou was fired. She left. No, she resigned. And I'm like, (laughs) you say, this is what I get. Like, no patience. And I'm like, and I'm sorry that you want (laughs) Brittany to stay controlled. So so anyways, like I'm leaving. So (laughs) she ended up blocking me. This person ended up blocking me. Britney Spears army. But that's, uh, you know, it's, it's funny that. People think that Lou is out, mm-hmm. and where I think, unfortunately, we're going to be finding out little by little, and free Britney activists are going to be finding out, you know, research that sure. somewhat she's not fully out. Well, even just a business perspective, no, she's not out. We've got a contract that's got to be obligated, especially if she's resigned, then that means the contract is most likely still fulfilled in some mm-hmm. way. So that means she's probably getting her payment for whatever the contract is written to, probably the following fiscal year, so probably until um, springtime. So I believe there's every right to be questioned uh, questioning where that money is going because she has been so intertwined into mm-hmm. this that at the end of the day, TriStar is probably going to get paid. And in my opinion, TriStar, you need to remove your head lady if you want to continue. Exactly. Because she is bringing in some. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of free Britney activists are not just boycotting Britney Spears now. They're boycotting other people, part of the TriStar, you know. Oh, oh I didn't I know, know that. Megan Trainer video to coming. <laughs> That's new to me. I didn't video? know that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I already did one, but I'm doing, like, a full one with that whole, like, thread from Twitter you saw, Brittany Hiatus. Like, I love just taking a thread from them, which I always give them a shout-out, and they always send it to me. They're like, here you go, new video, and I'm like, wait, neither of you guys run this account, right? No. Do you know who runs no. that account? No, no, I don't Brittany know the Hiatus. person who runs that account. Mm-mm. I don't either. I know it's several people, though. No, but, honestly, um, there's anyways. a lot of uh, Britney accounts and free Britney accounts that are just like, you know, there's there's, there's no faces to them. Mm-hmm. So some of them are very nice and some of them you know, are <laughs> a little mean. Um, but Some are mean, yeah. <laughs> I just prefer, like, you know, I, I'd like to build rapport with Britney fans individually. So if you could mm-hmm. send me a picture or something along those lines, because that way I could build more trust and, you know. Yeah. And stuff yeah. along those lines, but I want to actually hear the opinion of like everybody because I feel like we all have different opinions about this. But as you guys <laughs> know, Britney is about to release the new, you know, re-release of Glory on vinyl on two days, actually in two days on Friday. And I want to discuss that with you guys. Like, what do you think, um, Sloan? Would you want to go first? What do you guys? What do you think about it? Do you support? Are you going to buy it? Okay. Am I going to buy it? Absolutely not. Because <laughs> I am a cheapo over here. I'm not buying anyone's thing. So, um, I mean, I would love to support Brittany in some way. I don't feel like this is personally the best way to support it. But I also feel like we cannot have a civil war here. So we can't shame each other for purchasing it or wanting to make it number one. Because even in my opinion, like... Um, on Spotify, for example, I don't know how much they get paid for a stream, but Very I little. want to stream it on Spotify. And if it makes it number one, like, I don't know, I think a number one for Britney would bring some more attention to her case. And I'm always just looking at the bigger picture here. Um, and at the end of the day, her team has made so much money off of her. So much money. This little moment right here isn't going to make a dent in mm-hmm. anything. Maybe it'll help pay some of their lawyer mm-hmm. fees. But in my opinion, I feel like there's too much talk about the divide here and whether to support it or not. Because at the end of the day, the bad guys have been getting away with it for mm-hmm. a minute. Let's just try to support Brittany in any way. Because 
I feel like as an artist, sometimes she's being questioned, which I don't appreciate. Mm-hmm. And I feel like her, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I have to say. Cool. <laughs> do you want to go? No, that's, that's go? a very valid point. And that's yeah. a good, you know, a good statement. Um, I, I mean, honestly, obviously I'm more for the boycott. You know, I, I obviously. obviously already downloaded did you guys see? That. Did you guys see Timothy stories today? <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm very sassy. People love me. I think I they know. do. <laughs> I'm glad they wouldn't um, follow you. But yeah, no, I have a link. I see why uh, though. Yeah. Like news. I find the merch at this point does stress me out i have to say sorry but the merch situation i think is different than the music like you can listen to the song yes. appreciate the new music but the merch and stuff yeah. that is going to be the big cash maker yes. for them for that team because not only are they way overpricing it but they're putting out so much of it so that i do get a little bit yeah. like, uh, like but you know answering mm, we answering could probably your question you just asked like not question but you said you know i don't know how much the spotify pay for them so there was an article that was in twitter the other day and actually the that, that was one of the reasons that now all the singers are doing like, you know, Taylor Swift, she released eight different covers of her album or, you know, releasing with a signature because now, nowadays, uh, artists are making money out of those merchandise because Spotify pays per play 0.00003 something like, like, it's like ridiculous nothing. So that's why, like, I, I mean, in my opinion, this is me, Felipe. Well, that's I don't mind. Stream. I don't mind. Yeah, that's for stream. Yeah. I don't mind streaming. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like I, you know, you guys know I'm a collector. And then, you know, well, I collecting and streaming are very different. No, no, no. So but what I, I you could do about, is purchase because you're going to the glory. No, no. I'm talking about glory vinyl. I am buying because I'm a collector. And then for me, paying $20 in a vinyl over $100, of course, going to pay $20. Um, so I am buying it. But Again, like I feel like the last podcast, not the last podcast, the other one when Kevin was on from the Free Britney LA and you guys are talking about this topic. I think I totally agree with what he said. I feel like um, Sloan also said like the merchandise, like, you know, T-shirts and stuff like that. That's the moneymaker for those artists. I don't I don't feel like, you know, Britney didn't go to a studio nowadays to record Swimming with the Swimming and the Stars. The song was already recorded. Uh, I don't know. I feel like. I am I am purchasing everything. I already bought everything. It does not mean that I don't want Britney free, but it's just because of my collecting, my collector, like screaming out, like Flippy, just pay because now it's cheaper. So I hope you guys understand that. No, <laughs> I if you it. don't understand, I, I, it's okay I think there too. needs to be gonna, no yeah. shaming. As Sloan said, there shouldn't be necessarily a divide about this in the fandom. Because at the end of the day, we want people to be educated about the free Britney movement. Exactly. So then therefore, you know, you could, I, I it, sometimes it does, you know, it seems like it is what it is. You know, yeah. it's sometimes it's not worth a fight, but me personally, I am boycotting the brand. I recommend other people do the same. Um, however, I'm not going to sh- uh, shame anyone, but I kind of, I'm kind of on the same page as Sloan. Like I could justify the music and mm-hmm. vinyls a little bit more versus getting another shirt of the same picture that mm-hmm. was released in 2016. Uh and the situation is so complex because it's not like she's promoting this song right now on her story. She's been on her worker strike since 2019. Mm-hmm. Like um, Felipe said, she didn't recently record this. So did she even want to put mm-hmm. this out? Like there's so many questions here. It's like it makes me feel icky 
knowing that like okay and like you said like the vinyls are so different the song is so different from the merch because yeah writers can get paid producers get paid but the merch is going yes. straight into the pocket and those things a t-shirt costs like a couple yeah. dollars to make and they're putting like 25 dollars on urban outfitters like mm, excuse me uh, yeah, yeah sometimes 35 I mean, sometimes 35 so <laughs> you're right oh so what i did what i share so there's gonna be a new remix on the vinyl and i'm actually kind of excited don't be mad i'm actually more excited about the remix than um the two new unreleased songs and it's because yeah. it's wookie and wookie um is a dj in la and he's uh, really, he was Grammy nominated for a remix with uh, Miley Cyrus last oh. year. Oh. So that's going to be the new Mood Ring uh, by Demand remix. So I know it's going to be a bop. Okay. I'm like so excited. So I actually DM'd him on Instagram. Oh my gosh. And I told him, hey, I saw the news. We're going to, you know, the, the remix being released. I'm letting you know that I'm going to listen to it on the low because <laughs> I'm boycotting the brand. <laughs> However, uh, yeah. I'm very proud of you. Congratulations or something. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I so extra and of You're course so you read it what do you guys do you guys hear like I mean did you guys listen to the swimming with the stars what do you guys think <laughs> okay unpopular opinion okay i love it of course because it's britney spears but i just i'm so like so i came across this thread the other day of britney jean and it was britney jean acoustic vibes and i feel like Britney's music and the music that she wants to make is more acoustic, more, more folklore vibes. If you guys mm -hmm. are Taylor Swift fans, just it's more low key. And I feel like I can see the song as a ballad, but when I listen to it, it's so technoed that I feel like it's just like, just because of that thread, I feel like Britney isn't getting the ability to go and put her like magical touch on it. It's just going to these EDM dance people and like, make this a dance song, mm -hmm. make this current, make this mainstream. And I feel like Britney wants to have her raw moment where she releases music that mm -hmm. is slower, is not super fast. Um, gives us Britney Jean, but like what we wanted from Britney Jean, not this commercialized version, but this like slower paced um, older adult Britney, which I feel like she wants to become, but her record label forces her to be this, you know, yeah. who she's been forever. Yeah. yeah. And it's totally fine. Like I, she's done great for some time, but she wants to change her production mm -hmm. team for a reason. And I think it's because she's been unhappy with what they have done. And I love the song. I do, but I'm not as excited as I was for Mood Ring. I have to say for Mood Ring, I was really excited. This one, I just have a bad taste in my mouth knowing that I feel like her music isn't really coming straight to her. Which is an unpopular no, opinion. You guys can go off with your mouth fest because and, I know. And that's why I think people gravitated towards Glory because it seems like it was like that mixture of the two. Like mm -hmm. the club hitting hearts, but then it's like, oh, mm -hmm. wait, she has songs, you know, just like me and just love me. Yeah. And they're like, mm -hmm. wait, this is like kind of like you know, low-key and acoustic vibes, and it seems a little bit more authentic to Britney Spears herself. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I So mm -hmm. I just listened to it, um, and honestly, it's okay. I could understand why I was left out and cut <laughs> from the, you know, wasn't on the board. It's like Man on the Moon, but not Man on the Moon. Oh and also, God. too many mystery vocals that I know are not Britney Spears. I'm not saying it's Maya, Maya Marie, mm -hmm. but it just sounds like... Mm, 
This is suspicious. Yeah. Yes. I'm yeah. glad you do, felt that Do you way. guys know that that little video of Cardi Beach? Like, that's weird. That's suspicious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and I listened to the teaser of Matches. I actually liked Matches a little bit better. Um, I don't know how I feel about Backstreet Boys being oh. on it. I prefer Britney alone. But, um, yeah, that's my current thoughts. What about you? I know other. it's getting rave reviews. Like, people are loving yeah. swimming in the stars. Well, well I have the... Totally uh, the opposite opinion of both of you. I just love the song. I love that kind of song, like, you know, loungy, EDM kind of thing. Like, I love it. It, it kind of like, it feels like it's kind of like Odisha and a mix with Kaigo kind of thing. And I mm-hmm. love both of them. So I actually love, like you, um, Sloan mentioned that he, lo- he loved better Mood Ring than this. I actually am the opposite. I... I actually got more excited with the Swimming in the Stars with comparing to Mud Ring. I think Mud Ring now, I mean, you know, just because fans like demanding that, I really love more. But Are when it was released, read- <laughs> but when it was you- released, and you know, with the Japanese glory, I wasn't really into it. But I, oh my god, I love Swimming with the Stars, and I did listen to matches a little bit, you know, the, the tease, and I didn't quite get it. Like I didn't get the the uh, no. <sighs> I want to hear it. Yeah. I haven't heard it. I'm jealous. Yeah. Please. Because Brittany Hiatus, I have post notifications. And if you're listening, stop deleting your tweets. Every time I click on post notification, it says tweet deleted. I'm so disappointed every time. Is like today, that she... <laughs> I used to follow Iggy Azalea on she, Twitter. Like, she would constantly be, be deleting her tweets. Ew. That's funny. <laughs> oh, by Good. the way. I um, hate her. I had a small little conspiracy also. I'm not sure if you ever looked into it, Sloan, regarding to the Mood Ring release. Oh, my God. Why is it say by demand afterwards? Like, why is it forced to say by demand afterwards? And I think it was for re-registering reasons. Is it because she sings that, like she says on demand on the music? I don't know. No. I think mm-hmm. it was for registering reasons to make sure that they're getting more coin if they're going to put it on streaming platforms. <laughs> my bad. <coughs> yeah, wait, is the by demand cuz why did I think that was like a DJ? Um but the was the by demand like a, No, a literally. Yeah, originally when track? it was released as a Japanese bonus track, it was just Mood Ring. But mm-hmm. with the re-release and on all the prints and stuff along those lines like currently, it says Mood Ring by demand. It's like a part of the title itself now. Mm-hmm. Um so we're like it will be like Mood Ring by Demand Pride Remix. Mood Ring Pride, de- you know, fans. Ape, ape, whatever remix. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a little much. So I was just curious to know, you know, but I think it's I for registering know. reasons. Well, it could be that, you know, because, I mean, just they just want They're money. trying to get their coin because they but, know the free Britney you know, has I, never been even, louder. Even though there's all this conspiracy, all, you know, the free Britney thing, I love that Britney knowledge that you know it went number one and then she did the video on Instagram like you know she's like following somehow or somebody's telling her but I enjoy that she actually posted so I mean hopefully Swimming with the Stars hit number one it's currently number two if I'm not mistaken it's number one in the pop charts but number two in the overall 
I mean, hopefully it, it hits number one and maybe she can say something about it. I mean, she. I, you know what? Okay. Damn, yeah. you're going to hate me. I hope it hits number one and she doesn't say a thing about it. Oh, okay. Next, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Next, I hope, I hope she doesn't recognize this release at all because it will prove a point that Britney is not behind it. Yeah. So, anyways, let's it's okay. transition <laughs> to stronger. And again, you know, for all the listeners out there, we really like, you know, we, we actually, you know, we play with each other, but we do oh, respect yeah, yeah, each yeah. other. So hopefully you guys do the same. We, you know, we just... Oh, no. And up. the thing is, you need to have different, um, you know, perspectives and you can make your own decision and, you know, sure. evolve however you want to evolve. And also, I watched Wendy Williams. Um, she's like, I'm a woman. I'm allowed to change my opinion. So like, <laughs> I may be stating something right now on this podcast, but next week I may be, you know, streaming Swimming with the stars and making a dance to it so who knows <laughs> oh yeah you have to do your your dance oh my video gosh. on tiktok for sure <laughs> speaking of wendy williams she's literally my like really? idol and part of the reason like i do youtube yeah i watch her like religiously oh i literally take her advice every time she speaks it and i agree i i'm like um a person of the community. So nothing I say has like, um, end all, like you have to believe this. I always on my channel try to present several perspectives sometimes. Um, even though sometimes it might seem like I've got <laughs> just one because usually the receipts <laughs> yeah. point in that direction. But yeah, I definitely, I appreciate sharing all of it because if you don't, then people are going to just mm -hmm. become combative and we need to make it an open space so that we can find agreement yeah. somewhere. Cool. I agree with you. So I you mean, just, just a side, just a side note, I mean, I, I'm probably not going to post this, but, oh my God, I went to Wendy Williams' show in uh, New York when I used to live in Connecticut. It was fun, but it's so oh different gosh. to see live, because live, like on TV, you know, she's just looking at, uh, you know, on TV, but when we were there, she's looking at the, what's it called? The, she's just reading. Yeah. It's so monitor, weird. Yeah. It's so weird to see, but yeah. I used to love her a lot, but then... Sometimes she would speak certain things about Britney like in a bad way, mm -hmm. and I don't think and I don't think she knew what oh, she was yeah. talking. Like she doesn't you know, know shit. Uh huh. She never. <laughs> so does. she doesn't know shit. So then that like kind of like turned me off. Like I used to love you, Wendy. Now I don't anymore. Well, but, she she'll change her opinion about Britney constantly. Let yes. me tell you on that. It's and because she just really when it comes you know to the script. free Britney movement too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She is. But all right. Is, so you know, hopefully we're all able to evolve and you know think. You know, awakenly, I guess you could say. Yeah. Anyway. For sure. <laughs> Welcome to the Britney Spears Collection. Are you ready? That's my prerogative. Now watch me. So we're gonna talk about Stronger, which was the third official single from Oops I Did It Again. Um, it was recorded in November 1999 in Sweden, as you all know. It was released a year after, in November yes. 13th of 2000. It was written and produced by Max Martin and Remy. It sold 1.9 million worldwide. Um, it was a lot. I thought it was even less than that. But yeah, almost 2 million uh, copies worldwide. On the charts, um, it, didn't, it did kind of well, but not too well. <laughs> If we can say Aren't we in the kind US of used to that with as being Britney fans, we're kinda used to it. Yes. 
Wait, was this during her radio block days where yeah. they weren't putting her on yeah. the radio? Yeah, and then, you know, the, the only number one, actually, I found this, um, it was in Mexico. And in that year, it was the number one, best, the best-selling single in Mexico. So that's the only number one that she got with Stronger. Uh, in the U.S., it hit the, the most, on uh, the Hot 100 and number 11. And then it was top five in Austria, Germany, Sweden, and then top 10 in, you know, other countries such as UK, Ireland, and Finland. So it wasn't like a really, like, when it comes to charts, I mean, it's such a bop, like, who doesn't love Stronger? especially nowadays, um, but it's kind of like sad that in the charts, it doesn't really represent on the charts. I don't know. Um, talking about a music video, it was shot in October 5th, October 5th into the 7th of the 2000. It was recorded at Venu Airport in LA. It was directed by Joseph Kahn, because you guys know he did Iconic, Toxic, Womanizer, and many other videos. Um, the concept was created by Britney. She just said to Joseph, I, I don't know, I just want to do a video that I can dance in a chair, drive a car, and break up with my boyfriend. So that whole concept was like Britney. And then Joseph just, you know, tried to um, put that, you know, in life, I guess. And do you guys have anything to talk about the video or the music itself? I have a few things I want to say, but I'll start off saying one. And then I'll let um, Tim speak for a second. So do I want to talk about the music video? All right. First <laughs> off, I just want to say, I'll say this first. I, looking at the lyrics, I know it's kind of oriented towards a breakup song, but I would seriously die if she re-released this after she <laughs> got out of her conservatorship. And it was like a, I I'm stronger that. than yesterday moment. And I just feel like that would be amazing. Um, and I really think she should consider it. Maybe even tweak the lyrics a little bit just to like more updated, yeah, 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 fresh. Yeah. Wait, slow on it. You're, yeah, you're about in that my dreams. I don't even know what the case is because uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I was telling Kevin of oh, no. Free Britney LA. I had that dream that I was outside of the courthouse, <laughs> LA courthouse. She gets freed and all of a sudden puts on a performance of Stronger outside <laughs> of the courthouse. <laughs> I so didn't imagine I think, yeah, that, like, on the same that would have. Yep, that's what I need. Like honestly, just looking back at this song, it's so much of her music is relatable to today. I know we're talking about stronger, but you know, a lot of her songs just almost hint that she was under control and that she wants to be on her own and she's independent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my main thoughts, I mean, the song is, you know, it's hard hitting. It's like relevant no matter what. Like, that's one of the Britney Spears songs that I, I, I tend to go towards. Um, and I don't like, I'm not embarrassed mm -hmm. of it. And on top of that, I love like right at the beginning of it, she's hitting with yes. the vocals. You know, it's like, ooh, it's like perfect and they're like okay like this girl i'm not sure i'm assuming she was like 20 or 19 around the time like it, it just was it was a hit for me at that time and it's still a hit for me currently and um regarding to uh i love your idea of your re-releasing it <laughs> honestly she doesn't even need i yeah i do think it and it would i would prefer new vocals on it because <laughs> <laughs> i mean when you do see the biggest residency she's still lip singing to you know you know, however old she was, the 2000, you know, 20 years ago vocals, it just doesn't feel as um, connected. However, the song is, to me, is yeah. still relevant um, in Britney's current state. And 
just in everyone's yeah. state. You know, I think everyone can feel empowered by this song, no matter regarding to anything. It could be a post breakup or any kind of relationship, leaving an ex manager, <laughs> you know, and it can be related to multiple things. <laughs> Yeah, yes. for real. But um, I was actually watching the making of the video um, this oh. morning, uh, and as a refresher, I don't think I ever seen that one. This is her longest. I don't think I what ever you seen saying? it. It's on YouTube. Okay. I recommend seeing it. It was her longest. It was the first video Joseph Kahn did, and uh, with her, with her, and um, it was the longest music video set that they've had. Her the second day, she started at twelve noon. She ended at seven. Oh, that's crazy. And that was the second day. Yeah, it was like uh, the longest <laughs> day. Um, but she hinted that like, oh, get this. Sis, spill um. some tea. Because she said that, oh, she, um, she was explaining the concept. She's like, oh, yeah, this is when I go see him. And he's, you know, cheating on me with a, a, a girl. And I'm, this, I'm like in shock because I see them in front of me. Apparently she was like, "Oh, and I, I don't, you know, I could reenact this pretty quickly because it's already happened to me before." And I'm like, "Who? Justin Timberlake? <gasps> or maybe another like, one? Who I don't was know. this? That Reggie guy could in be. high school? It could I'm be. Curious. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Who knows? But she stayed Who with knows? him. Who knows? <laughs> maybe she liked his dick. I'm just kidding. Like, I'm not gonna put this." Uh, <laughs> Maybe Justin's no, maybe Britney Spears really did like Justin well, Timberlake's dick. And maybe Britney Spears really did like Well, I know dick, both of them you know? have a big dick. So. Anyway. I've seen a photo. So, <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> anyways, uh Sloan, you said you had one more uh statement that you wanted to share, right? Just about the music video, I feel like when you look at Britney's work before that, and just even like the contrast with sometimes, <laughs> I know it's not the same album, but I just feel like this was the first time we really saw Britney in this dark setting. She's always been kind sure. of more innocent and light, and maybe there is another video, but I feel like this was the first one where mm -hmm. we really saw edgy Britney, you know, dark makeup, um, dark background, and it kind of introduced... Um, I agree. Yeah, well, apparently Britney wanted to, um, she she got inspiration from Janet Jackson on two music videos of hers. Uh, I think it's called Miss You Much, one of the songs, and the other one, Pleasure much, Principle, yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's the Pleasure Principle is where she has it, yeah. just a chair. So that's too. why I think, like, maybe she kind of stepped it up and then she did, like, you know, choreo. And also, I think it was the first video that they actually put some, like, not some, but a lot of 3D effects. So at the time, it was very sophisticated. So, I mean, I think that's also why it took three days to finish. <laughs> They kept stating in the, the music videos that, it, especially the dance sequence, she's like, I want it to be extra hard hitting because I don't have any backup dancers. So it's just me. I want to make sure that I'm hitting it. So she fell, hurt her knees. I think she was oh. bleeding. Um, yeah, I recommend watching this, making another music video. I'm definitely going to watch it. It's not too, I heard like, you know, like some of them are like, more based on Britney Spears the star, but it was just how you really see how determined mm -hmm. she was overworked she um, is and it's just inspiring you're like damn she killed it and she makes you laugh obviously so i think i'm gonna post do you know on um the greatest uh -huh. hits the bonus clip of her like acting yeah. goofy in the like i think i'm gonna try to post that on yeah. instagram 
I, yeah, I might have to put different music so that way we don't get copyright. I feel like but there's a channel on YouTube. They're doing a 4K videos of her. I don't know how they do that, but uh, they are actually putting other, you know, all of this other um, footage in mixing with the original video, but it's in, in 4K. It's an amazing. I think Stronger has uh, one of those, those scenes that you were mentioning. Do you want to be featured in our podcast? Leave us a voice message. You can leave us a voicemail on Instagram or using the link in the description of the episode. You might be featured on the next podcast. You guys mentioned about the piece of me, um, you know, that she's lip syncing and it's like an old uh, old voice or whatever. This comes with my next question. What's your favorite uh, performance of Stronger? But I will start answering that because actually... I had opportunity to see Piece of Me so many times in you know overseas. I actually love Stronger and Piece of Me. That's my favorite performance of her because it's where you mean the Zumba huh? fuss? You mean the Zumba no, dance moves? Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is yeah. legit a Zumba. But I'm it's like... not even just the performance itself. I feel like Stronger. It was towards the end of the concert and kind of like it. Just bring this hype with everybody. Like everybody sings along, especially when when I was in Europe. You know, all the the um, the venues that I was like, people were like screaming. You know, all the lyrics. You know, they're screaming their their heart out. So I, for me, my favorite performance is gonna be. Don't judge, but it's gonna be piece of me. Uh, stronger no, from piece of me. No, I mean, I I'm I kind of on the same boat as you. At least you're convincing me a little bit because in, in Austin, when I got you know super close to the stage and after causing a couple of fights trying to get closer to the stage, mm-hmm. obviously, um, I you know like how on piece of me she gets to go to like these little side stages that's uh-huh. elevated, and I got to go see stronger pretty yeah. closely. Um, so yeah, and also when I got to see her on the piece of me residency promotional tour for Glory in Chicago, she performed stronger too. And it was definitely like it was a smaller stage, intimate setting, and um, it was just the the energy. energy That's why, too, I feel like I don't know if because it was the one of the few last songs of the concert, or maybe because she really loves stronger, like she always at least. In my in all the shows that I've been, she was super excited, like performing stronger. So Um, but that was good uh, storytelling for you. Good convincing. However, I'm not going to say piece of me. I mean, that's a, fi- a good memory of mine, but it's not my favorite performance of Stronger. I, I, re- I know it's like, I mean, I like them all, but I really do like the... Oh, yeah. I love that performance. Yeah. with the Is that with the hands? No. Not that... I just yeah. like the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it's so like... Funny. It's so early two thousands, but it's everything very. I mean, I, lo- I love I love the vocals on that. I don't know. I know it's pre recorded. I know it's pre recorded, <laughs> but I love the vocals on that version. So what about you, Sloan? Do you have a favorite uh, stronger performance? Only one I could really think of is probably her AMA performance so of it. I just always love. 
like award show performances too. Just you know, they've got that extra funding. It's kind of like rocky camera setup. Um, it's not my favorite. Yeah, it's not my favorite of all time. But yeah, out of stronger, it's like like out of stronger. Yeah. It's Should we break the motherfucker ice? Yes! Ice. Ice. Right. So good. Oh, I like this part. Ice. So usually at this time, you know, we just ask you a couple questions um, related to Britney. So the first one is, when did you start following Britney? Okay, her first album, I would say, as soon as she came out, I was already following her. Um, already had my CD player in hand, had my little like speaker thing with little chips that would go inside and play the sound bits of her music. So it was from the beginning. I can't even remember. I just sometimes have flashbacks to memories of me being in my mm -hmm. old like first house my parents lived in and listening to her. Like I have vivid memories of listening to Stronger <laughs> while my house was on construction at one point. And yeah, so it was from a very young age. Um, what, the next question oh. was, what's your favorite album? Oh, my favorite album is probably between Oops, oh. I Did It Again and just Glory. I like but that because everybody, everybody says Blackout. I can understand that. Why, why do you gravitate towards those albums? Maybe even Blackout. <laughs> I don't know. Blackout might beat it, actually. I think Blackout beats them both. I just like all of them in different ways because I love the old, like, innocent, poppy Britney with Sometimes and, you know, that album. But then I also do, like, when she's got her produced music and, like, Just Love Me is so good. Like, Invitation alone, like, triggers me when it first comes on because I'm like, yes, here comes the album. So, okay, <laughs> it's hard to pick a favorite. I, I love that. And I could understand that, like, Invitation, that song Ooh, off Glory. I hate that. Like I hate that experience. song. I love oh, it. I love it. It's like an experience. Oh also, I've had It serves me Lana Del Rey. Invi invitation, invitation, yeah. Invitation is the only <laughs> song that actually I skip it. I hate it. So, all right. So, the next uh, question is, so you said you kind of have a favorite single in, what was it again? Born to Make You Happy yeah, single. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, technically, it was European say... released, not US released. No. Was Bombastic Love no, the single? No. <laughs> I'm doing a speed round. See, like, I don't really know which is... Because I've always just listened to her albums. But, um... Yeah, I guess... I mean, Born to Make You Happy is just so iconic. And I feel like it, it, it embodies Britney Spears as a whole. Because even in the saddest way, it's like she's been born to make us happy, even if she's not. Yes. And a star was change. born. Literally. Literally. I could, uh, yeah, there's a lot of conspiracies about that song and what it has to do and stuff along those lines. Do you have a favorite music video? Is there a reason why? Me. Probably. I would say just because I loved the song so much. I was at the age where I was just obsessed with every moment of it. And um, I was also just really aware of what she was going through, like with the magazines and everything. Like my parents got like all of the Us magazines to my house. So I constantly watched this unfold oh. my dad was obsessed with prez hilton so he always had the website up i i was exposed to all of it really young so i feel like it was kind of her fu moment and um 
after learning more details about the music video, like fun fact, her hair, the, um, I don't know if you guys already know this, but the hairstylist, um, had to rush there. So they got her extensions put in, but they didn't have enough time to bleach her roots and color match it. So they actually had to pay $50,000 to Sony to CGI I didn't know her that. roots to match her hair color. That's a good, that's a good insight for the piece of mm -hmm. me show. For the piece of so her roots show. were brown in it. I love that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot I about that. I do that, that they CGI'd her body. I do remember seeing when it first came out, like the before and But she after. did, yeah. Yeah, maybe well, slimming. But she looked good before the slimming. After this, you guys need to go watch the end of it too because when she's in the scene where she's in the bathroom, she, um, which actually that scene was not supposed to be in the bathroom. It was supposed to be in another room, but the union workers had to go because overtime was done and they already had the lighting set up in the bathroom and they're like, okay, let's just get this done. And they actually had one take with the union and they had another take without like the union workers. So everyone left and they just had to film it. And go watch the end of that music video seriously because you will see there's a part and even people who created the music video don't even realize this that her hair will go up into a bun mm -hmm. and then it'll go back up down true. into a bun and it'll go yes. back up in a bun and it'll go back down in a bun mm -hmm. over and over again just in that one scene and it's like it almost looks so smooth she'll be doing a dance move <laughs> where her hair's down and she'll go like whoop, put her hand up and it'll just be in a bun like you know and it'll be like she has one scene too where she's like this like kind of leaning and one it's down and then it's up like between the flashes and it's so funny because she just I'm more entertained just watching you slow oh my gosh this, in the second like take though head up and down back and forth i'm doing the movement and i'm living and mm -hmm. she like she was hot so she put her hair up because she was dancing and everything and it's just i love it because you can see that but it's also so well done and that's just a pretty cool for you. you said that you have seen her live so which that I mean, which tour have you seen, and what's your favorite tour of of hers? Um, probably the one I saw because I'm most familiar with it. But the Femme Fatale tours when I saw her. Oh, cool! And Miss Nicki Why Minaj did you see was that? there too. Where was it? And yes. yeah, I loved it. Um, it was in Washington D.C., and I know it was in um, July because it was my friend's birthday. But I don't know the year. And yeah, it was the one with Nicki Minaj. And I loved that time period because she had that song out with Kesha and Nicki Minaj and everyone was just living for this trio, like putting out this pop like banger and it was such a simple time in <laughs> our lives. I think I even maybe had a MySpace. It's funny you, it's funny you said that because that was my first <laughs> tour ever to see her. And I know she wasn't like, you know, the best performance in that tour, but I actually loved that tour because it was just my first time. No, her. yeah, I think so too. Because actually Nicki Minaj did outperform her. And I don't even really like Nicki Minaj. She has me blocked on Instagram what? and that's a whole nother story. But she she did outperform uh, Britney at her own yeah. tour, at her own show. She was, was my number you know, one song that was coming up on Spotify for my year in review. So maybe <laughs> I got to cancel that altogether. <laughs> so uh, if, oh, sorry, yeah, obviously you're a huge part of, sorry, of the Free Britney movement. Is there anything um, like currently you want to share to uh, other Free Britney activists or people listening to this podcast regarding to Free Britney? Um, I would just say that. If you ever think that Britney Spears is okay, just stop because I don't think that she's okay. And that I feel like a lot of people can be easily swayed by an article or a news uh, segment that is paid for by her father and that we need to be really, really 
um, particular with what news outlets we listen to and where we get our information on this because while right now we're kind of winning, I feel like everything's just getting a little too good to be true. Like, why is Lou and Taylor gone? Why is this all just kind of falling apart? Maybe because it was a mess to begin with, but also maybe they're preparing for something. Maybe because Lou's gone, there's nothing left to complain about. Maybe because these people are being removed, they can get away with the crimes they did. And I think that we need to continue to hold these people accountable. And with whatever comes out of, you know, um, the news stations or on media or Britney's Instagram post, we need to look at it with a magnifying glass and consider everything as whole because I don't think that her telling us that she's all right is enough and that cool. there are other people at play. No, here. no, I, sorry to be depressing. We just need no, to stay together I, I mean, it's, and it's really stay strong. About, and kind of like what you said on your channel and kind of like what we're on trying, we're trying to put all the perspectives on the table and not try to, you know, stay so, um, you know, narrow minded, I guess you could say. If Brittany was listening to this podcast, this specific episode, and you had opportunity to tell her something, uh, leave a message for her, what would you tell her? You know, I think about this a lot because I feel like talking to famous people in general is just really awkward because they are always putting on a show and they're always like, you know, having well, to I... almost perform to people and be nice and be, you know, on par. So because everyone's staring at them. So I would, I feel like I wouldn't really want to put too much pressure on her in our conversation i probably would just tell her about this dream i've been having about her because like tim you said earlier you've had a dream i've literally had a dream too where i've like walked past her in like a courtroom or walked past her in this setting where she's like getting her freedom and we just make eye contact and i feel like i just understand that she you know thanks us in some way even though she has to be quiet and even though she cannot speak on the situation in my opinion even though some people think that she can I don't know. I feel like her, I feel like she does see what we're doing and she recognizes it in some way. And I would just want to, I don't know, not thank her for that. But like, if I were to have a message with her, I just want to have like a quick conversation about how, I don't even know how she's doing because I feel like it's always so much about her. I just want to take the pressure off of her and maybe I would even pass it up if she doesn't want to speak to me because I feel like she's forced to do so many mm -hmm. things that if Brittany wants to be alone, she could literally be alone. And I just want her to know that, that me making videos about her and stuff is not me trying to exploit her situation, but seriously remove these disgusting people like Lou and Taylor and sure. not saying I've done that, but I've helped try to spread the word on who she is, which has maybe pressured the situation. I hope maybe I've done nothing i don't know but i just want her to know that like my intentions have always been to just try to get her out of this because mm -hmm. i feel like she's always been she's so overworked in my opinion and i think she just wants a break and if she never wants to perform again and wants to live in a nice little house on the hill with her children i would be so content oh, and so hopefully. happy as long as she is so weird message uh, i don't know what i would say i just want her to be happy and <laughs> i feel like talking to people and stuff like she's done i feel like if she wants to be done then she could check it out if she wants to perform more of course i would love it and new music but i would love for her to just go and be happy in a little cottage or something and alone with her children and like write like a folklore taylor swift moment like give us your feelings put it on paper like use your voice because she's got a beautiful voice it's just these record labels for so long 
have been telling her, you need to auto-tune this or you need to do this or whatever. And I just feel like she's got this creativity in her. It's just been, you know, taken advantage of. And this new production team that she's asking for, I hope they come through because I feel like we would see some true magic coming out of Britney. I, um, I've always explained that I'm like, I, it would be great if like Britney had this power of like performing Mm -hmm. or recording, maybe not even performing, just recording when she wants and whatever it's published whenever you know what I mean? And she just secluded in her uh, own world, course. not bothered by fans, not bothered by paparazzi, but yet, you know, yeah. still doing what she likes like to do. Tom Steiner. I love Tom Steiner so much. That's one of my favorite songs that she's yeah. covered. And, and she just covered idea. it. And she did it because she wanted to. Yeah. And I love that. I think that she, and people that hear that song, they love it because I feel like you can tell that she's enjoyably singing it. And it when I hear it, it sounds like Britney to me and she sounds good. Well, as you guys know, I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, today is Britney's birthday. So to celebrate that, I would like to see, you know, she's been in our lives for such a long time and she's been, you know, overworked or whatever. But I want to ask all of you, like both of you, what was your, what is your favorite moment of Britney's career that you could just, you know, I don't know, just to celebrate her birthday, something just to celebrate her her life, just being alive. Is there any f- favorite moment of her career that you guys have? Actually, I thought of one. Okay, I think the night where she won a bunch of those VMA awards was a pretty awesome night, especially for someone who last year was being harassed and terrorized by the paparazzi to come back and get the most VMAs as a woman that night. It was the VMAs, right? Like that was on period. And I think it shows that Britney can not only bounce back if she's given the opportunity, but she is a true artist and she can sell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was the biggest winner that night. How about you, Timothy? I can't, I don't know. I can't put it into words, I guess. I, I mean, I, that I have multiple things, but I would say like when, um, her personality is showing the most. Um, that's when I'm most uh, happiest as a, a fan. I don't really care. I mean, yes, I love the dance moves and I love the music videos, but when I could tell that she's genuinely happy in interviews or being or herself, just, you know, posting something on an Instagram that she's like, she just looks happy and she's, and then especially in a video, that's my happiest moments with Britney. I don't know. I just, I, it's, it's her personality. That's yeah. what gravitated to me towards It's Britney a hard question. And cool. no one else. Um, I think for me, would be around the time that she got pregnant. That she, uh, I know, I mean, kind of like she came with some day and then she put it out there as a single. But she did felt like she didn't know when she recorded that song that she was pregnant. And to me, just watching her just being pregnant and, and kind of enjoying, she was kind of out of the, you know, the public eye. She was just, you know, enjoying Kevin, even though Kevin wasn't really good for her. But I think the fact that she got pregnant and then she always wanted to have kids, I think for me, and then she was truly happy. I think for me, it's one of her you know, favorite moments. And, and and by the way, I mean, I love the music video that she looks so pretty and, and pregnant and happy and natural. Natural too. Yeah, with she the hair really like that. I think she that looks video. absolutely gorgeous. Uh, to me, it would be that, uh, that part of her life. I agree with that too. I was going to say something involving her children because from what I've heard, she loves her children with everything she's got. So I really yes. hope that so she well, can get So, well, happy birthday to Britney, right? That we wish you can be free. Yeah. 
Yes. Happy, happy birthday, girl. And healthy. We love you. Thank you, Sloan, for being our guest. Yes. It was a pleasure to chat with you. And even though we've never like physically chatted, um, obviously we would, you know, stay connected on social media and stuff along those lines. It's just, I've watched so many of your videos. I just feel like I already yes. know you from a certain perspective. So I was, it was easy uh-huh. flowing to chat with you. So I appreciate Thank you, so you coming much. on and supporting the podcast. You know, we're not as big <laughs> as you on YouTube. We only have 300 <laughs> followers oh on God. Instagram. <laughs> However, um, you know, that we're doing this podcast mainly for us and, um, for the people and it's little by yes. little people are loving it's it Lord's and work. um i want to put into the emphasis you know this is not felipe and i's uh podcast this is our podcast so please continue to stay interactive with us because we live for it and you know let us know of your comments yes. and what you think about this episode and yeah so, but, uh, i was like also to thank you so thank you so much it was really nice talking to That's you great. i think it was really like fun and as you said, uh, lighthearted, and thanks for bringing all of the awareness on your platform. I appreciate that. I feel like all the Britney fans, they appreciate it um, as much as I do. And thank you for being our, our guest today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And let's continue exactly. to fight Amen. this fight. <laughs> <Mr. laughs> righty. Well, yes. And then, so again, uh, please send this podcast to a friend, you know, or someone you know that really likes Britney Spears, go ahead and send this over to them. And um, our Instagram is original doll the podcast, and we're also on Twitter. It's doll the podcast. Um, and stay connected. Whether if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, tag us on your stories. Whether you're listening to us on the gym, on the stairmaster, or on your way to work. <laughs> I love the voice you're on making. On your walk, it. whatever you do, just tag us because we want to make sure uh, everyone's staying interactive with us and share your opinions. Um, but That's yeah, is there it. Thank else you so much. For all the support. Love you guys. Thank Mwah. you. Baby, what you see is what you get. Hi, what's up? This is Britt, and I'm not in right now, so do your thing. Beep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was able to enjoy the concert that I, I think it was on July 27th. It was the last dream within a dream full concert because the following day it was canceled because of thunder and rain and yeah it was very different from any arena concert that that i've seen it was a huge crowd fifty thousand people uh i was uh able to to be in in the seventh row in front of the of the runway and her energy was on point. Everything was perfect. It looked very, very different, as I said, than any other concert in an arena. But yeah, her body looked amazing. Great energy. It, it was one of the best concerts I, I've been to.